What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. How the hell are you guys? I'm feeling awesome today. I got those good vibrations. If you do too, then please like, subscribe, and hit those notifications while you're at it. And tell your friends about this podcast. This week, I was joined by our 3% brother from Cape Town, South Africa, Titch Mabiri. We discussed The Five Love Languages by Dr. Gary Chapman. If you haven't read it, I would say it's in my top 10 list of life-changing books. Uh, we discussed all of the love languages, which ones we respond to the most, and how important it is in a long-term relationship to cater to your partner's love language, and how they need to cater to yours. I'll bring you that conversation right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. All right, this week I have Titch Mabiri from Cape Town, South Africa, 3% brother. How's it going, man? Uh, thank you, Paul. Awesome to be on your podcast. Awesome to be on the group. The uh, book you wanted to talk about today was a book I also came across uh, this year. Very enlightening, and I'm so keen, you know, to get some solid points in this episode. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, before we talk about that, um, for the guys in the group that, that don't know, Titch was on a couple of weeks ago in our epic uh, brother group call, and he's the one that gave us the, the lion analogy and told us all about how <laughs> alpha male lions act and stuff like that. And everyone, it was funny because on that call, everyone was just like mesmerized by your story of this. You know, I was, I was just like, Shit, I never thought about it that way, you know? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Th th thank you so much, Paul. I think being um, in Africa, the home of some very interesting lions, um, certain things which you just are so used to seeing, um, but you don't make a conscious note that actually what is going on here is 
the difference between alpha and beta behavior. And we know even though we're human beings and we walk and talk and wear clothes, we're all just animals too. So it's this stuff this stuff is all around us. An another fun fact, Titch, I believe mm. that other than Luke, you know, one of the group admins. I think you're the only other guy that's been back on the podcast uh, like a, like more than once. This is the second time you're on. This is a first. So besides yay me. <laughs> yeah. Stay, stay on your purpose, guys. And you can be on multiple episodes of the Come On Man podcast. <laughs> so, um, well, before we get into this, so we're going to talk about the book, The Five Love Languages by Dr. Gary Chapman. But before we do that, I do want to find out how you found the 3% Man book. Awesome. And I think like many other uh, uh, writers who, uh, who, who, who email um, Coach Corey Wayne, you find it when you're at a low point, not when you're successful. You find it when you've really hit a wall and you've tried just about everything. And then you go on YouTube and you'll listen to one person's advice and another person's. And I think the edge that Coach Corey Wayne has over a lot of um, other life or even relationship or dating coaches is he goes very wide and very in-depth. Sometimes he can make multiple videos of very, very similar topics and very key words. Um, the really popular one, um, how to get back with your ex, most people will make one video and leave it at that. Coach Corey Wayne has, I don't know how many uh, videos he has on something so similar to this topic. And he'll look at it from one angle in a different perspective, which, especially if you're the type of guy who's very stubborn and you almost have to wake up and smell the coffee, you have to, you have to almost be um, completely immersed in the topic to figure out what's going on in your life. So I think that's something that Coach Corey Wayne has done really well, especially for a lot of men who are very, uh, I'd say, technically minded. I believe he's also a construction engineer. So the way Coach Corey Wayne looks at something is very mm, uh, precise and in a way of almost problem solving, which even a lot of sports coaches are. They'll tell you, look, the flaw in your game is here, 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 fix this, this, this. And I think a lot of men who are in a very similar way that's he coach Corey Wayne knows how to talk to men. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree hundred percent. So how many times have you, have you read the book? So far I've list, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on three. I need to get my numbers up and I also need to read mastering yourself, but so far three, three solid in-depth reads. Got it. Okay. I, mm. I personally didn't like mastering yourself. It, uh, mm. to me, I, I thought, and a lot of guys on the page sort of have said this too. It's very auto autobiographical. Mm. And then he goes off on um, a lot of political tangents and, mm. and it's like, I, I agree with his politics, but I, I didn't mm. see how his politics necessarily would make someone uh, be a master of themselves unless what he's trying mm. to do is get people to not, uh, you know, expect to like have other people take care of them, like the government or something like mm. that. You should be able to take care of yourself. I think that's sort of where he was going with it, but it just sort of mm. went off on like a tangent where I was like, dude, I don't understand how this can be called mastering yourself. <laughs> it's, mm. So I did, I, it was a, it's a good book to listen to at least once, but I don't think it's one to listen to 10 to 15 times, like his 3% man book. Mm, I see. I just see. saying. 
So the yeah. book, so the book that we're, uh, I asked you to come on, uh, mm. actually I put it out on the, the 3% man group page mm. asking if anyone's read the, the book, the five love languages by mm. Dr. Gary Chapman. And mm. if so, you know, hit me up on messenger. And, and so we can do a podcast. You're the only one that, mm. that reached out to me on that. Now I listened to this book sometime at the beginning of 2020, I think like in January of 2020. And I've added it to like my list of like, I have like a list of like 10 life changing books. And I I listened to this book before I heard 3% Man or, you know, Atomic Attraction or anything like that. Mm. And when I was listening to this book, it opened up my eyes so much as far as like past relationships, what I did wrong, you know, and, and I was like, oh man, if I would have, if I would have paid attention to what, you know, her love languages, mm. like things would have totally been different, you know, and I could have saved so much money. <laughs> True. So, True. so we'll get, True. we'll get into that a little bit. Um, how did all you, way, all the way in? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. How, did, how did you find the five love languages? Uh, I agree much like you, uh, this year was my year to really delve into this, uh, this topic. Why is my life the way it is and how can I alter its direction? And uh, also very similar to finding Coach Corey Wayne's work, you find it at a low point in your life. uh, You will have some type of conflict with someone you're interested with and you're trying to analyze every single detail. Did I mess up here? Did I mess up there? And I was on a different website called Psych2Go they use animations to describe a lot of psychological topics and they make it nice, simple and bite-sized. And uh, on the psych to go, they mentioned the five love languages and they mentioned how a lot of conflicts starting from your childhood. So a lot of this stuff is in your DNA. It's genetic, the type of love language you like. And initially you won't know what love language you are. And the way I got around this is understanding that as human beings, We like all five. Everybody likes all five. However, there is a multiplier for a certain one. And the way to identify it is look at the arguments or conflicts or major trauma you've had. So if you meet, you know, someone who is just amazing at touch, she's a masseuse. You'll believe, oh, I love her so much. I love touch, touches, touches me. No, you've just learned it because you're in an environment where it is abundant. But you need to look at the major arguments you've had. And if touch is not your thing, if you don't get it, you wouldn't care. But somebody who's a touch person literally needs it. They look for it. If they're in an environment where it's not there, it hurts them and it's on their mind. And uh, I, after reading that book and really thinking about it and understanding it. Now, if I meet a person within the first five minutes, I can tell you what their love language is easily. Mm, okay. Now, mm. so, so uh, for the people that haven't read the book, the five love languages are words of affirmation, yeah. quality time, acts yep. of service, yes. gifts, and physical touch. Yes. Sir. Um, so like words of affirmation, I mean, a lot of these are pretty self-explanatory, but words of affirmation are, mm-hmm. is, you know, someone whose love language is words of affirmation, they yeah. need reassurance verbally, you know, that, that their partner loves them, their partner finds mm-hmm. them attractive, their partner thinks they're doing a good job. Like if, like if you, uh, you know, 
change the oil in the car and your love language is words of affirmation and your, your woman comes up to you and says, Oh, you know, I really appreciate that you changed the oil yeah. in my car. Well, shit, that, that makes you feel good. That acknowledgement, mm. you know, mm. that verbal acknowledgement, mm. um, you know, her telling well, you, may we, may we almost give an example of some telltale signs. The person you're with is a words of affirmation person. So for me, when I meet somebody and I ask them, um, like the, 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 you know, when you do an introduction and you ask them, so um, how's your day going? Usually a words of affirmation person, the things that they will remember the best are things people said to them. And uh, I have a friend who's a words of affirmation person. And a lot of even the most traumatic events that happened in his life, he had an argument with his parents and the, so I asked him, oh, what, what, what hurt you that they did? And he said it was what they said to me. I remember the exact insult. And I'm the type of person where when I get insulted, it's like water on a duck's back. I'm like, oh, really? That's not even a good insult. Maybe if you had added this, this, this. I forget insults. Like Now, a words of affirmation person is extremely, extremely affected by the things you say. And when, as, when you meet a woman who's a words of affirmation, the littlest thing you say to her, you watch her face light up. Oh, your hair looks nice today. <gasps> My hair! You can tell. I got you. You're a words of affirmation person. That, for me, is the giveaway when I see that. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, um, one of the things that, they, that the doctor talks about in the book, too, mm. is if, uh, let's say, like I always look at the top two. Like, what's mm. your top two, you know, uh, mm. words, or your top two love languages? And mm. if someone like if, if if someone is attacked in their top two love languages, like you said, um, yeah. that 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 person's parents said something really mean to them, and they're a words of yeah. affirmation person, that fucking destroys them. Big time. Yeah, and and like uh, if you're a physical touch person, mm. and like your girlfriend isn't putting out, isn't having sex with you, doesn't mm. like you know, frequently kiss you and stuff like that, that kills yeah. you, you know, like, you're just like, what Big am time. I doing wrong? Why are, why are you not showing me the affection I need and stuff like that? Like, that's yeah. what hurts the most. Yeah, I, I have a niece and she's about seven years old. And she, you can instantly tell, is a physical touch person. So even the smallest, smallest things, even when um, she, she wants to get your attention, She'll like tug on you, but she holds on. She'll tap on you there. She can be sitting watching TV. She'll rest her, her head right on your shoulder. I'm like, hey, that's awfully touchy there, buddy. What's going on? And it's like, it's something that's in your DNA and your psychology. So even um, when she, you try reprimand her, you can insult her. You can not that I say you insult kids, but they are most um, hurt by somebody who uses touch to do wrong to them. And they can almost feel it. Yeah, that's the type of person who doesn't like to be pushed away physically. Or even if they see violence on a TV, if they see, you know, I'm watching a Schwarzenegger movie and she, they can, they, they're already like, oh, oh, I can't believe that. And it's these little things which before I read Dr. Chapman's book, I was just like, oh, you know, why are you being so sensitive? And it's like, no, that's the, they're like that by design. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The um so some so uh, going down the uh, the list quality time that's pretty self explanatory yep. too that means you know they just like having you in their presence then you know yeah. they need they need to have you around all the time 
you know, yep. they, it, it, and it could be anything. You could just be out mm. for a walk and them just being next to you is like, is, is perfect for them, you know? Yeah. Um, Paul, have you ever dated somebody who's a quality time person? Yes. Yeah. My last yeah. long-term uh, girlfriend was, I think her top love language was quality time for sure. Was that, was that a challenge for you or it was something you had already learned how to like? Um, to no, do? I, I don't think it, well, I don't know. I think, this this obviously this was all before I learned like three percent mm. man stuff. Mm. One thing I learned about her and her quality time was yeah. it, it it she wasn't it wasn't good enough to just hang out with her you know and watch TV mm. with her like it, it literally mm. had to be quality time. So like she mm. was she thrived when we went out and did something, you know mm. something fun. You know we went out fishing. You know and you know, stuff like that. Like that was mm. what she thrived on. And if I wasn't mm. out, I wasn't taking her out on dates and I was just mm. hanging around. I, I, I felt like she didn't think that was actual quality time. Mm. Like I didn't have to spend, I didn't have to necessarily spend a lot of money, but mm. she also, she wanted to go out and do like fun stuff together, you know? Mm. And so I think that was, that was probably her number one love language. And then I would say physical touch was her second. Mm. Mm. Um, and what we'll get into more of that here in a little bit. I have like a oh, we're going all the way in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you? Have, I was waiting for this the whole week when you said you were gonna yeah. bring a podcast. I'm like, I'll be ready. Now is my time. <laughs> Perfect. Have you dated someone that's a quality time person? Yes, I find my personality though doesn't really match it um, because I'm a bit more of an introvert, and usually when you're with a quality or time person, the littlest things. Hey, you want to go get coffee? Let's go together. Oh, I have to go redo my driver's license. Let's go together. Oh, I'm watching Netflix. Let's do it together. I'm like, I'll see you when I need to see you. Then I disappear for a while. So um, a quality time for pers- uh, for me, it was, it was, it's a challenge. I find we don't usually gel, but it's a behavior that I can learn and learn to be a bit more inviting and invite people into your world and your space and actually make it a point to, okay, I'm gonna go hiking, I'm gonna invite her, we're gonna do this. But a lot of the time, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not drawn to a quality of time person. No hate if you are, it's amazing if you are and you acknowledge that you are and yeah. The, uh, so the next one is acts of service. And so that one mm. is like someone who's, uh, love language as an acts of service appreciates yeah. when like, let's say they, they've been working all day and they come home yep. and you've put all the dishes away. You've, you yep. know, you've folded all the laundry and they don't have to do it. Like you did that for yeah. them. They just melt. They're like, Oh my God, you did that yeah. for me and stuff like that. They just absolutely melt. It, it, the funny thing is, so mm. my last long-term uh, girlfriend, yeah. um, and it's funny, like I, I keep bringing her up because she was yeah. a, a lot who I thought about when I read this book. So access service. Mm. I, I work from home. Right. And I've been doing yeah. that for like, I don't know, eight years now. And nice. she, she would work, she would go off to work every morning and uh, every other week I would stay at her house. And so mm. since I was working from home, if I didn't have like meetings to do or any kind of projects to work on, mm. I would uh, go and like do all of her dishes and stuff. And I'd like start making dinner mm. and stuff like that. And mm. so when she got home, like I had all of the stuff done for her. And she, she appreciated it, but that wasn't mm. her love language. So like, it wasn't like, she was like, oh my God, I'm so appreciative. She was just like, oh, thank mm. you very much. 
you know, like it meant nothing. Wow. It, like, I think really, it, you know, the long run, it meant nothing to her, you know. Oh, but you were an acts of service person. So for you, naturally, you were inclined to. Yeah. I'm actually not. I'm, uh, I would say uh, my top two love languages are words of affirmation and physical touch. Okay. Like I, oh. I, I like that uh, verbal feedback. I like to know when mm. I'm doing a good job. Mm. Um, I mm. like... I like constructive criticism. Like if I'm not doing a good mm. job and you, you know, I can work with that. Mm. You know, I just, I need that kind of verbal feedback. You know, mm. I, I need to know she loves me. I need her to tell me that, mm. you know, I'm that mm. guy. And, um, okay. and then physical touch, you know, I like, I'm mm. the kind of guy, like I feel loved when she puts her hand on like my leg or my, mm. you know, wants to hold mm. my hand, mm. wants to cuddle with me on the couch mm. and se sex, obviously that's a big thing. You know, <laughs> I think as, as human beings, by default, we all like it. Uh, we like we love all five, but certain ones have a multiplier. OK, since you're a words of affirmation person, please tell me what is the most amazing thing a woman has said to you? Um, In fact, it doesn't even have to be a woman. Uh, if you're a five lang love languages person, even your male friends, your father, brothers, I, well, I'll tell you what, yeah. like when I'm at yeah. work, uh, when I'm at work, I thrive when people praise me for a job well done, mm. you know? So I work really hard in, in mm. my business, uh, which I work in information technology, but I, mm. I, I work so hard to try to be the best at what I do, you know? And, and, and so, and so I get that kind of feedback, you know, mm. like, oh, your team always gets their job done. I'm like, you know, that makes me feel good, you know, yeah. that really brightens my day or you're, you know, you, you're, you're such a good leader, you know, your guys are, mm. you know, they're always on top of stuff or you always get these projects done or we can always count mm. on you and stuff like, like stuff like that. I thrive on, mm. you know, and yeah, and it doesn't have to be in a relationship. It's just any kind of positive it's a, it's feedback. It's a life thing. It's in, yeah, it's in your blood. It yeah. is. Um, okay. Okay. So your team being congratulated, you know, I think a lot of sportsmen are also um, words of affirmation um, people, and you can really tell, um, even actors. So for a sportsman, if they are a words of affirmation person, they are very affected by what journalists are saying about them. And they, they're the type who love to be told, oh, you're a legend, you're a player of legendary status, um, that play was incredible. Whereas if they are more a gifts person, these are the type of people who love objects. They're the ones to keep the trophy. They're the ones to keep the championship ring. And if an actor is not a, um, a gifts person, they're the type to give away their Grammy to charity and be like, oh, cool, cool, thanks. Yeah, it was cool, it was cool. What people say to them is what matters. And oh, I'll give the Grammy away. Ah, oh, this award, ah, oh, thank you, thank you. Pass it along. So it's very interesting how it... Um, you can really tell who's what, who, who's, who's who in the zoo. Yeah, mm. ab absolutely. Mm. Um, let's see, gifts, that was pretty obvious. People who yeah. are gifts people, they like when people buy them stuff. Now, so the, I'm so a gift person. Are you, you like you feel Hardcore. loved when someone gives you something? Like, and it, it doesn't have to Hardcore. be expensive either. Like um, in the book, mm. they talk about, um, you know, a, 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 like a, a wife who, like their daughter, made them like a popsicle house or something like that and gave yeah. it to them. They're, they're just like, Oh my God, you, you made this for me like that. Yeah. They love getting stuff like that. Even if it's yeah. the smallest thing, as long as there's like a thought there, they just, yeah. it, it, they melt. 
So you're yeah, a gifts uh, you're a gifts person. All the way. It was when when I was reading um, uh, the book. Literally, I was having flashbacks of moments where uh, I really there, there, there was one person. She put she treated me like trash. But one of the reasons I I kept going back for more abuse was um, she she knew how to reel people in. And I think even without reading books like that, she you know she had that natural game. She knew how to push your buttons. And um, one time I, uh, I I took her out to a, a nightclub. Some already dumb idea, like you know <laughs> when you read Corey Wade's book, you're like you don't do things like that. So I took her out to a nightclub, and she danced with almost every other guy on the dance floor except me. And at this point, where I was ready to like look, I'm out of here. Like I could be getting sleep right now. She pulls me aside and she says, I can see you're upset. Let me buy you a drink. And at that point, I'd never had a girl buy me a drink. And I remember it so clearly to this day. The exact moment where I was like, forget all this, I'm out of here. She knew exactly. Nah, I'll buy him something. Keep him in line. And um, it, I, I think the caveat they should add to the five languages, uh, five love languages book is please don't go out simping using your love language. Reel yourself in. Don't allow yourself to be manipulated um, by it and really take control of your life. So, um, yeah, I'm a hardcore uh, gifts person. Even if someone gives me candy. Uh, when I was younger, I even used to keep the wrapper. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that time you bought me candy. It was freaking awesome. Yeah, I loved it. And um, uh, I, when, when I was younger, my, my parents uh, used to buy me uh, video games. And one of the first ones we used to have, I used to have the Nintendo Famicom. And I used to hold on to those. Those cartridges were like gold. You know the way people almost want to keep their diamonds and Rolex in a safe? For me, those cartridges were everything. That, that, was, that was love. I was like, oh, my cartridges, oh, everything. So, <laughs> Got know. it. Okay. Yeah. Um, the last... You know, the last love language we've already talked about a little bit is physical touch. You know, people mm. that like physical touch like to be hugged. They like to be kissed. They like to you yep. know, have their hands held. They like, you know, yeah. the hand on their thigh and and sex, obviously. Yeah. Um, and so they're touchy people, eh? Very, very touchy people. Um, touch means a lot to them. And I think these are also the type who, even when they get a, a, a tattoo, it's such a big emotionally bonding experience because again, you feel it throughout your body and it's, yeah, it's, um, it's valid and it's a real thing. Yeah. I have a couple of tattoos and I'm a physical touch guy, but I don't think I, I don't think really? I, I don't think I put that two and two together when I got those. Um, um, <laughs> maybe you didn't have a gentle, kind tattoo artist, you know, you need someone to lie you there. I don't know. They, all, you a bit, you they know? all feel the same, you know, it kind of feels like um, a needle, needle scratching down your skin, but, um, oh, wow. so, okay. So you're, uh, so you said you're a gifts person that that's probably, is that number, that, that's number one for you. What would you say is like one. number two? Um, I'd say I, I'd be dishonest to say they, they even is a number two. I have learned other ones, but it's just because I encountered one particular person who was maybe really good at it, but the gift is king. The gift is above every, and it doesn't have to be an expensive gift. It just has to be, I burdened myself to, to get you this object. Please keep it and treasure it. So no nope, gift, give gift, gift is number one. 
the second place is so far away that yeah. not even worth mentioning. The the other four are all basically equal tier to you. You'd say they can they can change even if if I meet somebody who's just amazing at acts of service, that'll be the new number two. Then I'll meet an amazing uh, uh, words of affirmation person. I'll say no 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 no, move you around. But the gift stays king. Got it. Okay. Um, are you dating anyone right now? I went on a very weird and wacky date. I'd love to tell you uh, about. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. And um, this was about, uh, I'd say, three days ago. And as it was happening, I was like, no, let's keep it going because then I can tell Paul about it when we chat on the Come On Mad uh, podcast. So I met a very uh, artsy uh, German uh, living in Cape Town. And um, I said, hey, uh, she, 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 she liked that I could speak uh, Japanese. So I said, okay, that's my way in. That's what, that's what I'm going to use. So I, I told her, let's meet at a Japanese uh, restaurant. And I, thanks to the Corey Wayne book, I wasn't going to give away the whole mystery through text messages. I was like, <clears throat> get to the date, get to the date, man. And um, she was uh, telling me her, her, her life story at this restaurant and how... Now that the world is on lockdown, um, she was feeling very, very lonely. And I was like, oh, man, that's terrible. I should totally help you with that. Um, um, let's, let's keep chatting. So uh, the curfew uh, hit at about 10 p.m. And we're like, oh, wow, we actually need to find a place to go. Where shall we go? And um, uh, we get in a car. And she's like, hey, why don't you join me for a, gla a glass of wine at my place? So I said, sure, sure. I'd love to go to your place. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let, let's, Let's chat. I'd love to meet your cat. And she's like, oh, I've got two cats. I'd love to play with both of them. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. And um, we get to her um, her place. And, you know, I mentioned, oh, have you read the book, The Five Love Languages? Uh, what love language are you? And a lot of people find the book quite confusing because as human beings, we love all five. And you can learn certain behaviors. And... Uh, you know, she's telling me, oh, I'm actually a gift person, but, and I'm like, oh, but I'm a real gift person. I know another gift person. I'll ask them, so what gifts have you gotten? What do you like? Uh, turns out she actually wasn't a gift person. She was an acts of service person. And um, she asked me, oh, are you going to cook for me? Are you going to do all these things? I like it when people, uh, you know, uh, you know, do the whole acts of service thing. And uh, I found the, these books are an awesome little, um, it's, it's almost like watching a foreign movie, but you get subtitles. So these books are like subtitles to what's actually being said uh, underneath. Um, the date became a total bust and it didn't actually work out um, because, you know, I, I wanted to whip out the, 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 the what, the, the Corey Wayne line. Uh, I think we need to get this over with. You need to come over here and just kiss me. And she was like, no, I'm still getting to know you. I was like, oh, man, fuck this shit, man. <laughs> and just left. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, though. A whole lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I can't. That's it. So, like, I, I talked to Luke about that a lot. Because um, mm -hmm. Luke, for a while, was having a, a hard time with, uh, with these chicks. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Luke wants me to tell this story. I mean, I'm not ah, getting into, too late now. Too many, I'm not getting into yeah. too many details, but... Yeah. He, he had this problem for a while where like he was trying to go for kisses like in the middle of dates yeah. and it wasn't working out. And I told mm. him like, I go, you know, I wouldn't recommend doing that in the middle of a date unless 
all the signs are there. Like it's super yeah. obvious that she's into you and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, otherwise, like- if Let's go over the signs in detail. This is such an interesting topic. What yeah. are some of the key signs that um, that you look for? Well, so so uh, Luke and I actually just did a, or we just released a podcast at the time of this recording. We had a podcast mm. on uh, the lack of body language. So actually mm. I, I can't tell this story about Luke because we, we already talked about this in the podcast. Um, okay. So we did a whole episode on women's body language or lack of body language. Yeah. Because Eyes I went on crossed, not making eye contact. Well, the, the thing is like in the book, right? Like Corey talks mm. about obvious body language, like, uh, you know, mm. they're, they're brushing their hair back, you know, they're, yeah. they're sort of primping, they're looking in your eyes mm. and looking down at your lips and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And one of the thing, uh, things that we talked about in that podcast episode is that you don't always see that. A lot of times women are, yeah. are, are very nervous on first dates. Yeah. And so they, they don't have all this obvious body language. And so yeah. you can't like, I, so I think like when that happens, mm. it's, it's not a smart idea to try to go for a kiss in the middle of the day. Mm. So, mm. so I, at that point, like I always wait until the end of the date, but I always mm. go for a kiss at the end of the date because yeah. that's the ultimate test on, yeah. on attraction. And and yeah. I, I, there's only been one time that that yeah, yeah. didn't really work out for me. Um, I've had mm -hmm. times where I go in for a kiss and they kiss me and you can tell that they're just not into it. It's that peck, you know, that. Yeah. Just get it like, over with. Yeah. Yeah. I had one chick go, oh, we're doing this now. And she kissed me. And, yeah. I just, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, you know, like, so clearly that's, that's a sign that they're not interested. And so yeah. that usually it disqualifies them. Um, yeah. Sometimes like they're nervous through the whole date. And then yep. when you go in for that kiss, they just melt. And they're like, oh, my God, this this guy yep. actually likes me. And then they they kiss you back pretty passionately. That happens a lot. Mm. Um, there's only been one time where I went in for a kiss and the chick was like, mm, no. You know, she's like, <laughs> she didn't hit me or anything. She's like, mm, no, not on a first date. And I was like, mm. no, okay. Didn't call her back, you know. Then your she, BS detector is like, hmm, the readings are quite high. <laughs> right, yeah, because it's like, that's the ultimate test on if they're interested yeah. or not. So I, I do that. Yeah. I, always, I, I will always do that at the end of the day. If they're showing yeah. high signs of attraction during the date, maybe I'll go in yeah. like in the middle somewhere, but I'll always do it at the end of the date. So nice. Um, all right. So I was going to ask if you're if you were dating someone uh, you know, how have you tried to speak their love language, but you're not really in a relationship right now? Um, I have previously, um, previously I have. Um, so, uh, I was living in Japan, uh, at the time and, uh, she was very hardcore acts of service. And as a human being, we do all five, not that you should skimp on one, uh, and just go all in, but do all five and see which one seems to have a sort of multiplier effect. And the way I found out what her love language uh, was, was first of all, by default, you know, I gave her a gift and she actually, uh, she lost it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's no good. And uh, I always used to say words of affirmation, but she'd always give me that, oh, thank you, mm, continue. It didn't have like a resonating effect. Okay, definitely not words of affirmation. Um, I tried touch, but she always used to have like, um, it was a really <laughs> funny reaction. You know, you're, you know, when you try to go in for the hug, and it's like, ah, what's going on here? Because the Japanese are not big hugging people. So it's like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> so not, 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 not a, um, not, not a, not a touch person. And uh, there was one time she actually had to go to the hospital 
and uh, she told me what days um, she was going to be um, 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 st staying there. And previously, I had a friend of mine who was in a very similar situation. And his girlfriend at the time got furious that he only came to visit her at the hospital once. And he said, look, I'm really busy. I took time off work. I'm doing the best I can. And she's like, no, I need you to do better than your best. So I was like, all right, here's my time to really show her. So every single day, uh, I went to visit her um, at the hospital. And her other friends even came to visit her. I always was there earlier and always left uh, later. And I always try to surprise her. Like, oh, you weren't expecting me today. Bah, I'm here. And uh, I was studying my postgraduate degree at the time. So I went there with my books. And I'm like, no, I'm going to do my assignment at the hospital. We're going to be here. Uh, non-stop and I think just that act of service it really left you could see the expression on her face after like that like where who is this guy what planet is he from how did he know the exact thing I wanted uh, that I needed done and that's when I started to see and even the other things she used to do for me in the past like um, in, in Japan, it's all about riding the, the, the train. So you don't really have a car. You, um, um, you take a train to get anywhere. So when I went to go visit her, I said, hey, I'm on my way to come visit you. She's like, oh, I'll wait for you at the station. I'm like, woman, it's cold. I don't, I don't, I don't want you to be cold. I'll, just, don't worry. Just wait at your apartment. I'll come there. And there were little things that she used to do that just resonated what an acts of service uh, person she was. And she also worked in the service industry. <laughs> that wasn't just the major giveaway. So um, I had to learn how to be a bit more acts of service person. And even when I did my best to do an act of service, if I'd try make her bed for her or something, I'd usually F it up. But she appreciated the effort. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. So did, did she ever try to speak your love language? Or did she? Did you guys even talk about that kind of stuff? Um. No, uh, no, we didn't. But you can, you know, you can tell when someone is really into you, the, they're always trying to find ways to impress you and try, you know, get you in their favor. So we didn't explicitly talk about it. But every so often, she would try find what I was into and try do more of that. She'd be like, oh, you like this? Yeah, yeah, let's totally go do that. Oh, you want to go explore this place? Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Me too, me too. I also want to see it. So um, not explicitly, but um, usually when she likes somebody, you'd get even more acts of service. So she'd even offer to do even more stuff for me. Got it. So it's funny. The, the reason why I, I thought of this, of talking about this book and stuff mm -hmm. like that um, was because it, it, was, it actually came from a conversation I had with uh, with my girlfriend, Marine Corps chick. Mm -hmm. And uh, so Marine Corps chick, her, her top two love languages are uh, quality time and acts of service. Mm. Um, she's, it, and it's funny though, cause like we got in this conversation about our, each other's love languages and mm. how I was telling her how, like she hadn't read the book, but she's familiar with the five love languages. Mm. And I was trying to tell her how it's, it's important you know, according to the book, it's important to find out what your, your partner's love language is so that mm. you can speak to them in their love language. Yeah. And she was just like, she was just like arguing with me about it. And she was like, yep. she's like, no, no, no. Like, that's not how I show my love. I show my love this yep. way, this way. And I was like, 
I was like, but babe, that's not speaking my love language though. It's yep. nice. Those, like those types of things are very nice, but in order to really like for me to feel like cared for and appreciated yep. and stuff like that, these, these are the two things I need from you. Yeah. And she was like, she was just like, yeah, but, but I prefer to like buy you gifts and stuff like that. I'm like, that, yeah. that's nice, but you're missing the point here. You know, yeah. I was like, I, I like, I know that your, your love languages are quality time and like acts of service. So I try to mm. cater to that. Like I try to set definite dates with you doing fun things like, and spend mm. that quality time with you. And, you know, I try to do like nice things for you, like acts of service, you know? And, um, you know, so like for you to really truly show that you care about me, like, I need to hear from you that you appreciate what I'm doing. Like, mm. I need to mm. hear from you that, you know, you think I'm attractive and stuff like that. Mm. You know, I, I need you to want to like touch me and stuff like that. So she, she does, mm. um, she likes to cuddle and stuff like that on the couch mm. or something mm. like that. So I would say like, she speaks, you know, like the, the physical touch pretty well, mm. but mm. as far as like words of affirmation, she's just not one Mother. of those people that, that likes to do that sort of thing, you know? So I'm always mm. like guessing and stuff like that. So that's something we're working on. <laughs> I found if you're aware of what you need, you don't need to give any one particular person a monopoly over that. You can get it in other areas of your life. And a lot of the time discussing this sort of stuff is gonna fall on deaf ears, you know? Um, you you. It's like trying to encourage somebody to read Corey Wayne's book. Some will do it, some won't. And it's almost the difference yeah, yeah, between like pushing a rock uphill and pushing a rock downhill. Like, don't you want the cheat codes? Yeah, well, what's sad about that though is this particular book, say I would say like Corey Wayne's book is geared towards men, right? Like Rolo mm. Tomasi's books, they're geared towards men. But the five, love, men. <laughs> the, the, the five love languages is universal it's for everybody. Yeah. It's for men and women. Yeah. And so like, and, and I, I feel like you don't even have to like tell your partner to read the book, you know, as mm. long as the, as long as like the two couples uh, understand the concept of it and make a concerted yeah. effort, then mm. they're going to be much happier as a couple, you know? And so the, yes, if, if they're coachable, yes, if they're coachable, I've, I, I had this conversation with uh, so many other people about the five love languages book, some vehemently deny it. No, it's BS. We need all five all the time. And, you know, cool. I'm not going to argue with anyone about it. Those, uh, I, I think Dr. Gary Chapman is the real deal. And most people, I'll say 95% of people, it's one. Even if they talk about maybe two, the other ones are learned, but there's one natural one, which you're, personality and the giveaway uh, of it as well is if you have an aunt granny um, usually it's somebody within your genealogy is going to be exactly the same I'm a gift person my grandmother's a gift person long long down the line at a great also a gift person these things are it, he I think Dr. Gary Chapman's on to something with um, yeah yeah you know, with that one I, I absolutely agree with that but like, but going back to that, um, like if someone it falls on deaf ears and they don't even want to try, mm -hmm. I feel like you should question being in a relationship with someone like that, that doesn't mm -hmm. want to try to make the relationship mm -hmm. well, then that like, mm -hmm. that's, that's a red flag to me. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't, even, you don't want to try to make me happy. I'm trying to make you happy. You don't want to try to make me happy. Fuck you. 
I've I've heard all types. I've heard uh, even guys say, no, man, beer is my love language. I'm not reading all that. And it's like, all right, cool, cool. I mean, there's probably guys listening to this right now Mm. that probably just read the fucking rational mail. They're a little bitter towards Mm. women. And they're like, no, fuck that. She needs to do what Mm. I want. Okay. But I'm telling you right now, your relationships are not going to last. Yep. If you're a permanent plate spinner, though, it probably doesn't matter to you. <laughs> mm, I think it, it it makes everything more efficient, you know, in my opinion. And you always have that, you know, default survival behavior. You know, when you're under stress and you're like, oh, I'm losing her. I'm losing her. I have to give her some of my love language. You can also rein yourself in and be like, wait a minute. Why am I always trying to buy people's favor? Oh, it's because I'm a gift person. So you also have to rein that in and realize she doesn't even appreciate it. And I'm only doing it because it's how I'm designed. So you learn, buy yourself a gift. Stop trying to impress her. Buy yourself a gift. Yeah. Or or, um, you're trying really hard to speak to their love language and they're not doing it back. Fucking pull back. (laughs) You need to pull back and stop giving so much of your time trying to make, you know, trying to please them with their love language because they're not giving it back to you. Then, you know, yeah, it's it's fair. It's all fair that way. Yeah. Um, so, so I'll say you'd have to even affirm yourself. Give yourself some words of affirmation. Be like, Fuck yeah, yeah, I did this. Oh, I, I'm I do. Yeah. I do. I'm uh, well, because I'm also a big law of attraction guy. So I, I have mm. affirmations I say to myself on a daily basis. You know, I, mm. I, I record myself saying uh, lots of different things. I listen to it in my sleep. You know, mm. like, yeah, I'm, I'm very big on that kind of thing. So, mm. um, so we talked about how you can uh, find out, you know, how they receive love language so you can give it to them. Um, mm. So going back to my ex-girlfriend, my, my long-term mm. ex-girlfriend. Mm. Uh, so one of the things that I, w- I did for her was super simpy, super simpy. Tell- I, reveal I, I, all, let, let us hear it. I, well, I think I've, I've said it on the podcast before, but I used to buy her flowers every month. Nice. You know, so I would, I, uh, every month and I would, it would come at different times in the month. So she was always guessing yeah. and I'd have it nice. sent to her work so that like all the other ladies in the office would, would make, you know, would, would be mm. all jelly and mm. jealous. And, uh, I say jelly that's, but I mean, jealous. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Own I was it. like, and I would tell her, I was like, you know, I, I want the flowers to come and all the women to go, yeah. Oh my God, he's sending you flowers again. And yep. And then go, then look at you and go, bitch, you know, like, <laughs> cause women yeah. get jealous with stuff like that. However, yeah. I learned after reading this book and having been broken up with her for like a mm. year and stuff like that, mm. that that wasn't her love language. I was literally wasting so, 50 to 70 bucks a month and wow. all, and I could have been fucking putting that into an investment fund, True, <laughs> you know, True. and if I would have just taking the time to figure out what her love language was and catered to that mm. instead of buying these fucking flowers, I could have yeah. saved so much money and we might even still be together. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah. yeah. So like her, hers was quality time and physical touch. And mm. so, you know, having read, yeah. Yeah. And well, having read, but, but like, by having read 3% man and like dating mm. essentials for men and realizing mm. that in order, like, the courtship never ends, right? So you need to yep. be doing what you did from the beginning. If mm-hmm. I would have planned definite dates with her every time I saw her, like at least every week that I saw her, mm-hmm. like we, we could have, you know, done the sit at home watching Netflix stuff all the time. Yeah. 
But if I would have taken the time to plan actual dates with her that were fun, mm. she would, that's what really would have, uh, mm. you know, and I, it wouldn't have to be a lot of money, but just definite dates that were fun. That would have been huge for her, I think. True. But I didn't do that. I got complacent at the end and it was mm. just like, well, quality time. Isn't me just being here quality time? No, it's <laughs> actually not. Um, <laughs> It's, not, wow. it's, it's time. I'm giving her my time, but it's not quality time, you know. True. True. Um, so besides the obvious, um, yeah. what what was your biggest takeaway from the Five Love Languages book for you? Definitely. Um, for me, I was a lot of childhood events, a lot of childhood trauma, if I can call it that. Arguments I had with my parents, people who had wronged me in the past, people who had taken advantage of me. I realized they knew how to push my buttons, but I didn't even know what my buttons were. So it helped me understand myself a lot better. And also, um, sure, in, in, in terms of attraction, it was the difference between trying to push a rock uphill and pushing a rock downhill. When, um, when I knew more about this book, you also learn how to master the five different styles of Kung Fu, <laughs> if we want to call it that. You learn how to be a better gift giver. You learn how to, as you've described, give high quality um, time. You learn how to, um, even if you need to give some words of affirmation, you learn how to give the ultimate uh, ones. You see what they're proud of and you give them that here, 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 here. Um, physical touch, you learn how to give a decent massage or a tattoo, so. Got it. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Um, so for the, those of you that are listening, uh, that are lazy readers <laughs> and you don't want to like either listen to the, uh, five love language book or, or, or read it in paperback or whatever, there's lots of blog articles about it. And I found a really good one that explains what the five love languages are and like how they're important. So I'll post a link to that in the show notes. And then also one thing that, uh, for, for women that are somewhat familiar with, with the five love languages, but they don't know. And men too, like for people yeah. that are familiar with it, they don't know exactly what their love language is. Um, and you want like your partner, like you should talk about this with your partner. And I suggest that you both take, there's online quizzes that you can take where it asks you various questions and then it'll spit out, like these are your five top five love languages and it'll mm. put them in order. And um, that is huge. And I feel like if mm. you're getting into a relationship or you're already in a relationship with someone, uh, you should take this quiz with them and then you mm. know, have, have a discussion, like a good discussion about how you guys can cater to each other's love languages and have a mm. better relationship. So I'll put a link to the quizzes here in the show notes as well. Yeah, yeah. exceptional. So Titch, uh, I got one last question for you and then we'll, we'll wrap up here. What wow. does, what does being a 3% man mean to you? Every day, the answer to that question becomes clearer and clearer but it's definitely somebody who is aware of what are the alpha behavior and the beta behavior. And no matter where you sit on that spectrum, always trying to draw closer to the alpha side and improve um, consistently um, every day. And I think it is a combination of uh, knowledge and executing on that knowledge if I had to give a long-winded answer about it, but I'd say that's a lot of study and a lot of acting on that study. I dig it. I like that answer. Mm -hmm. All right, Titch. 
Thanks for joining me yeah. today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, that was, that was an awesome one. You know, it's a topic I'm even now more energized <laughs> to read more about. Good. I hope, uh, I hope people listening are, are energized. I, I really think, like I say that, you know, from the bottom of my heart, the, uh, mm -hmm. the, t the Five Love Languages book is one of the top 10 life-changing books I've ever read. True. So, so True. if you guys... Simple and quick too, eh? It's not even a long read. It's... No, no, I think, mm -hmm. I, I mean... I think I, I went through it. I listened to it on audio. I went through it yeah. in probably three or four days or something like that. Yeah, it's about 55 minutes long, the, 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 the audio version. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Not bad mm -hmm. at all. All right, brother. I'll, I'll see yes, you sir. around. Likewise. Likewise. Take care. Thanks for joining me, Titch. I lied to you, though, brother. I lied to you. You are not the first one besides Luke to be on the podcast multiple times if you count the group calls. My bad. My My bad. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.